Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast. This week's quickie is all about that sense or feeling of being lost, but then going from feeling lost to feeling alive. I've just finished reading the book by Johan Hari called Lost Connections, and I really, really wanted to share some tips and things that I took away from that book. And he really does dive into how to explore different ways to counter anxiety, depression, or the sense of feeling disconnected and lost. Now, some of the things were really powerful and just really good reminders of what it means to stay connected or be more connected. One of the biggest things he talks about in there is reconnecting with social connections. And they cannot stress enough about nurturing and honoring and creating meaningful social relationships. And that includes reconnecting with friends, loved ones, relatives, anytime we reach out to people we love and care about can truly help alleviate feelings of loneliness and depression. There is something very special about sending a text to someone you love, better still picking up the phone and hearing their voice. And what about the good old-fashioned way of writing a letter or sending a beautiful postcard? Just something to let that person or those people know how much you care. I don't know about you, but when I get a bunch of flowers or a letter or a handwritten card, there is just something incredibly special. Even a text or a meme is also something that can be quite a lot of fun. But just don't ever forget the power in those beautiful friendships and social connections. One other thing he says is to really look at, even though there's biological factors, things like anxiety, and of course, depression. He does suggest in this book about exploring alternative treatments. Now, I'm not saying medication shouldn't be there, but he even stresses it in the book that things like antidepressants are not necessarily the answer for everybody. In fact, it has been proven that antidepressants really only work for the first six weeks of treatment for some people, and even then, not everybody. Now, I'm not a medical expert, so don't take my word for that, but I did find it incredibly fascinating that this multi-billion dollar antidepressant medication world is really still pushing that people need to be on this medication for long-term treatments. But he suggests looking at things like, and you're going to think this sounds really basic and obvious, but changing your diet, eating more fresh, whole, seasonal, local foods, things that do not contain processed additives, colorings, flavorings, anything at all like that. The cleaner your diet, possibly the cleaner your connections and the feelings that you have associated to feeling down or lost. Of course, exercise is one of the best ways to boost all those beautiful hormones absolutely streaming through your body, the feel-good ones that you can feel alive, that you know that that hit of dopamine or serotonin, even the beautiful hit you get after going for a walk or a good jog can certainly enhance feelings of feeling down or lost. And it's a way of connecting in with nature. Another thing is to really consider your sleep patterns. This is imperative. We do not get enough sleep. 
Another thing he talks about in the book, which I found fascinating, was challenging your ideals around materialism and consumerism. He talks about how our culture's emphasis is so much on these two things that it can actually contribute to feelings of emptiness and depression as well. Because if we think that having things is what matters, we're missing the point. He really does encourage us to reevaluate our values and priorities. And I can assure you, people on their deathbed do not say, I wish I'd worked more. I wish I had a bigger house. They really do talk about relationships, health, wellness, and connection. One other thing that might help alleviate feeling lost is perhaps your work doesn't feel meaningful to you. And we know that finding your purpose and your meaning and your work and your life is actually something that can really boost not only your self-esteem and confidence, but also the feel-good fact that you are contributing to this planet and to others. And when you have meaningful work, we know that you feel like you are contributing. And that is one beautiful way to alleviate feeling disconnected or lost. I mentioned it just before, but that connection to nature is absolutely imperative. Spending time in nature, looking at the natural world, feeling the trees, the earth, the dirt, the sand beneath you. We all know, and I want to reiterate it as much as you hear it, it's not till you get outside in the outdoors that you realize the incredible positive impact it has on your mental and physical well-being. One big thing, That is absolutely something that even I need to really look at at times and how to reduce our screen time. We know there's many negative effects of using the screens or any of our technology excessively and to actually disconnect from digital devices has been proven to improve our mental health. Pick up the phone and ring a girlfriend or a friend. Pick up the phone and talk to somebody. Maybe you could even do, if you have to be on a device, FaceTime them, see the person. But to actually stop meaningless scrolling and looking at how other people are living their lives, I don't know about you, but sometimes that comparisonitis or that sense of not being as good as everyone else can hit us all at different times. And if you're tired or feeling down or run down, oh boy, can that feel magnified. So try and get off that screen, televisions, computers as much as possible. In fact, we all know it through the blue light. If we can turn off these screens and digital devices two hours before sleep, well, there's one of your answers to improve the quality of your sleep. One other thing that's really interesting is having communities that empower you, supportive communities, people around you that inspire and uplift you. This is why I love women and business networks. This is why I love communities coming together at different events. Really, if you are committed to getting out of feeling lonely and disconnected, well, guess what you have to do? You have to connect. You have to participate. People and things are not going to come to you necessarily. It's important for you to get out of any funk that you need to be contributing yourself. And one of the best ways to do that is to serve or be in space with others where you can help. And helping others is a fantastic way to actually help yourself I also think that we have to really look at how we educate ourselves. Many books actually do help us to reimagine education, to actually think about personal growth, connection, creativity, and also creating a real sense of being a student with purpose, learning something that's really important to you, or even diversifying your thoughts and interests can certainly help you feel less lonely and disconnected. 
can also open up better and more co- uh, communities because with different habits or different uh, hobbies and things like that, you may find yourself in different networking groups. And there's nothing like going to a live event now that we can. And whilst I appreciate the power of Zoom and Facebook and all of these wonderful communities that we can connect into, there is still nothing grander, nothing nicer than a real hug, real eye-to-eye contact. And I cannot recommend that enough. If you'd love to read this book, I think it's a really cool one to get you back in touch with what it means to really connect again. Now, I know that it offers a comprehensive look at all the multifaceted nature of depression and anxiety, but it is really important too that I'm not here to advocate how to fix these problems or certainly to give you a one blanket fix for all. I just think that these points were really powerful and they meant something to me when I read the book. And it's really been a pleasure of mine to bring it to you. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please put your Facebook comparison training or go to the wellnesscouch.com forward slash self-love podcast. This podcast is available on all platforms. I absolutely love bringing you the guests and the quickies each and every week. And I sincerely thank you for being on the ride and sharing this and giving it a five-star rating, which helps to get the message out even more. I really appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family. And head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.